It's the Lead on Purpose podcast, helping leaders, teams, and organizations lead more intentionally, effectively, and with purpose. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Lead on Purpose podcast. Really excited to have you tuning in and equally excited to finally get this thing launched. Uh, It's been on my mind for a couple of years now to find a way to just bring more insights to more leaders and package them in a way that is helpful to you, helpful to your journey towards becoming exactly the leader you intend to be. Now, the insights and stories and experiences I'll share are drawn from my current work as a coach and consultant of individual leaders, of teams, and and even entire organizations. They're also drawn from a couple decades of being a leader myself, where I certainly had the opportunity to experience success as a leader, definitely had the opportunity to bump my head in quite a few places. And so again, hoping this is helpful to you and packaged in a way that helps you apply exactly what it is that I'm presenting. So we'll begin today's conversation with probably the most foundational aspect of your leadership. Sadly, though, what I'm noticing, it's one of the most underserved aspects. Our topic's going to be you. And uh, matter of fact, we'll really unpack this over the first several episodes. Beginning with today, where we'll start is I want to encourage you to be a more selfish leader. So what do I mean by that? Because I don't want you to get the idea that I'm not a fan of selfless acts, prioritizing the needs of your team. All of that is really important stuff. But the dependency upon being successful with all that hinges on your ability to take care of yourself, your ability to be just selfish enough where you're better for everyone else. You might think of it this way. Recently, I was was on an airplane flight with my family. And my wife and and two young kids. Now, if you've flown with young children, uh, for one, what were you thinking? (laughs) For two, you may have noticed a particular announcement that the flight attendants will make shortly before takeoff. And it's in the process of all their safety announcements. They'll make their way down the aisle. They'll lean over to any parents of small children. And what do they always say? Please put on your oxygen mask first before helping the kids. Why do they say that? The reason is actually pretty simple. You're no good to those kids if you can't breathe or if you're not alive. Same goes for our leadership. We're no good to anyone else if we're not taking great care of ourselves. So uh, early in my leadership career, I had the opportunity to be a training manager. And so the organization I was with would actually send newly hired managers to to spend uh, anywhere between eight to 10 weeks with me and my team. And so it was our goal to train these individuals and certainly train them the ins and outs of the business, uh, the ins and outs of their role, uh, the various functional aspects of the people that would be on their team. But it was also an opportunity to spend a lot of time working on their leadership. And so from the very first day, and again, I didn't make this up. This was by design. Uh, Part of the onboarding experience was for us to have a conversation with these newly hired managers on day one about their bucket. And we would actually hand these individuals a physical bucket as we were having this conversation. And we would tell them, your bucket is your sense of motivation, your sense of energy, your sense of commitment, engagement, morale, performance, productivity, really all the things that you can point to that you need to be at your best go inside this bucket. 
and your bucket may be fuller or emptier depending upon what you're facing. So it was our goal as the training team for this individual to leave them with a full bucket at the end of those eight to 10 weeks. What we would also talk to them about is everyone else that will eventually be reporting into you once you step into your leadership role after training um, is going to be counting on you to fill their bucket. And so the focus has to be on, boy, I can't fill the buckets of those around me if I'm drawing on an empty bucket myself. And so there's a dependency there. Again, we're no good to anyone else's bucket if we got nothing to draw upon from our own bucket. And so just another way you might think about this opportunity for us to be a bit more selfish is to really own the level uh, of our bucket. How full is it? So. This all begins really with self-awareness for me. And in fact, when we think about leadership development, uh, you'll see self-awareness pops up uh, when you're working on emotional intelligence, uh, when you're trying to identify the best way to give someone feedback. It's going to typically start with a high degree of self-awareness. In fact, there's a a Harvard professor that uh, teaches his students. He's a professor of leadership. He teaches every student in his class that good leadership starts at its very core with self-awareness. And so this is something that you'll hear me continue to talk about uh, through future podcast episodes. Uh, Self-awareness is is key. In fact, I was just reading an article in the Harvard Business Review, and it was entitled something like, How Self-Awareness Can uh, Support a CEO's Success Better Than an MBA Can. And so as part of the article, these individuals had done some research on what are the key ingredients to success at the CEO level. They found an MBA to be less of a determining factor of success than self-awareness was. So really important piece, no matter what level you're at, is your level of self-awareness. We have to be honest with ourselves. How full or empty is our bucket? And so there's some warning signs that we can point to, some symptoms of an empty bucket. And you may be experiencing these now. Some of the more common ones would include fatigue, burnout, uh, feeling a bit rudderless, directionless, or uh, the thing that I've heard Dave Ramsey say several times, getting to this point where you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. So let's take a look at each one of these real quick. Fatigue. Obviously, feeling this unending sense of being just really tired. And it can become this vicious cycle where when you find yourself clocking off of work, you barely got anything left in the tank for your personal life and vice versa. And it just becomes this cycle. Burnout. Okay, Maybe the stress has been turned up so high that you've begun to become a bit numb to what's going on around you. You're struggling to be fully present. Um, you're so stressed that it feels impossible in terms of how the odds are stacked against you and really moving to a place where you're feeling a sense of achievement just feels like it's so far off that you're not going to get there. Uh, burnout can have physical effects too. Uh, feeling headaches, it can lead to the fatigue we just talked about. Um, just anxiety can be a part of that. A lot of dangerous stuff can happen when you're feeling a high sense of burnout. Uh, feeling directionless or rudderless. It's getting to this point where it's kind of like Groundhog Day. You get up every day. It's the same old thing. You're not really sure why you're doing it. That can be a big indication that your bucket is running close to empty. 
So important symptoms we need to pay attention to. Now, we can't just solve for symptoms. We have to search for root causes because telling ourselves, boy, I'm fatigued. I'll just get some more sleep and I'll be fine doesn't really solve the problem because we don't know why we were fatigued in the first place. And so it's really important for any of these symptoms you're experiencing. And by the way, there's probably other symptoms out there of an empty bucket that you can imagine. We have to get curious around how did I get there in the first place? Because if we don't understand that, we can't find our way out. So in my experience, there's three very common root causes. And over the next three episodes, we're going to unpack and attack these three root causes and really try to turn them into paths out of an empty bucket. The first one I notice is probably the most dangerous. Uh, It's also one of the most common. It's to what degree do you possess a strong sense of personal clarity? Because if we don't know our why, we don't know our purpose, we're not getting up in the morning with a strong sense, again, of our why, it's pretty hard to find meaning in anything that we're doing. And so that'll be one thing we take a look at is establishing a higher degree of personal clarity for ourselves. Second most common root cause of an empty bucket, and it's related to the first, but it's how often we're engaged in you-related activities. So the things that really check the box for you mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, If you're just phoning it in and you're not engaged in any of those activities, it's pretty hard to recharge and bring that bucket level up to a a place where you're feeling uh, inspired and motivated and like you have what you need to be successful. Now, the relationship between the second root cause and the first root cause is pretty important. If you're not really sure of your why and your purpose, it can be hard to find, well, which activities actually fulfill me? But you can have one without the other. And I've seen it and I've lived it. The scenario where, well, I have a strong sense of why. Okay. So the first root cause is not an issue for me. But second to that, maybe I'm not engaged in any activities that honor that purpose. I'm not doing anything to fulfill myself. So I get up in the morning and I know my purpose. I know my why, but maybe I'm not doing anything about it. So that can be a situation that you're in where we know our why, but Again, we're not engaged in any you-related activities. The third one, and we'll also unpack this one in a later episode, has to do with the relationship with our boss. And so going back to that analogy of the bucket and the conversations I would have as a training manager with these new leaders, uh, there's two types of people walking around when you consider the, the analogy of a bucket. There's fillers and dippers. And so obviously we were challenging these individuals that uh, your job is to be a bucket filler, not a bucket dipper, not someone that takes energy, motivation, and positivity away from people, but someone that provides that. Well, if all of that is dependent upon our own bucket, we can't be in a position where our boss is dipping from our bucket and our boss needs to be a source of filling for our bucket. And so the relationship with our boss plays a heavy hand in how full or empty our bucket is. And so that'll be another root cause uh, that we dig into in a future episode and try to turn it into um, an attack plan to get a fuller bucket for yourself. So if you're sitting here going, boy, this sounds great. Uh, I'd love to be a bit more selfish. Um, One of the challenges you can run into 
is your where you fit on your priority list. So what I'd like you to do right now is picture your priority list. Okay. Whether it's you know on a pad of paper somewhere, on Outlook, wherever it is, picture what's on that priority list. Okay, the number one item, number two item, number three item, and so on. I want you to ask yourself, if you were to look at the top 10 items on your priority list, would you be anywhere on that list? So I don't know about you, if we believe in what we're talking about here, being a more selfish leader, that our ability to influence and lead others successfully is dependent upon how full our bucket is. We can't afford to be not on our priority list or at the bottom of it. And so it's the first thing I'm going to recommend to you uh, is get yourself at or near the top of your priority list. Earmark some time to ensure you've got you time. And again, in, in future podcast episodes, we're going to talk about how to get a stronger sense of clarity and then how to identify and engage yourself in you related activities. But this all starts with you getting yourself at the top of your own priority list. Now, that can be a challenge because, again, it can feel selfish uh, that we would do this. And so if you're not quite sold on this, let's, let's put the shoe on the other foot here. And I want you to imagine you're leading someone who is giving their all, giving so much, performing so selflessly that you can tell they're not taking care of themselves. They're, they're facing burnout. They're facing fatigue. We've seen these people. And I think our impression in those situations is that someone's got to do something. This isn't going to last. And hopefully you've had the opportunity to reach out to people like that and you know assist them and, and help them see it. Well, it's just interesting when you flip that around and you think about prioritizing yourself, um, that it wouldn't occur to us how important that is. Yet we see someone else exhibit these behaviors and this empty, empty bucket syndrome. And boy, we, we really prioritize. They need to do something about that. Now, in all of that, what can be really interesting is if you're not sold on prioritizing yourself, you might think about the impact that you have on the people you lead. And here's what I mean by that. What behaviors are you role modeling for the people who's, who you lead? So if their impression of what it is to be a leader in your role is that you've got to basically kill yourself, sell your soul down the river, not prioritize your own needs, that's the pace and impression you're setting of what it's like to lead within your organization. And be careful with that. I can remember a situation where uh, as a leader, I was putting in 75 to 80 hours. It was a turnaround situation where I had been placed in role to kind of right the ship for this particular location uh, within the organization. And again, I was putting in all these hours and I remember having a conversation with um, a handful of assistant managers who directly reported to me. And we were talking about career pathing. And it was shocking to me to learn that none of these individuals wanted to be me. None of them wanted to ascend to my role. Because due to my pace and how I had deprioritized myself and honestly my family at the time, I had set the tone, set the pace for these assistant managers that this is what it looks like to be a leader here. And so not only did it intimidate them, it also sold them on, I don't 
I don't want to be you. I don't want to move up. And so if you're not sold on the idea of being a little bit more selfish and prioritizing yourself, you might think about what not prioritizing yourself, what tone, what impression that sets for the people you lead. So first big thing I want you to focus on today, start small, get you on your priority list. The number two thing I want you to take a look at, and this will be something I'll tell you time and time again through these podcast episodes. Anytime you're trying to take steps to improve your leadership, to improve your growth uh, as a leader or even as a human being, I think it's really important to let those around you know what you're up to. And uh, one of the things that can really be an obstacle for anyone in taking new steps, adopting new behaviors and mindsets, prioritizing yourself can be the impression others may have on this switch in behavior. And will it be believable? What will they be thinking about me? Well, you can overcome all of that by letting people know what you're up to. And so not only do I want you to put you on your priority list, I want you to consider who around me needs to know what I'm up to so they don't need to guess what it is I'm doing. Now, the other reason you might enroll some people around you is so that they can support you and hold you accountable. Don't go at this alone. Now, I know this is a very personal thing uh, to begin thinking about you and being a bit more selfish, but bringing others into the fold, enrolling them in what you're up to, asking for their support and feedback is going to be critical to your success. So good luck with these first small steps towards being a more selfish leader and prioritizing you. Uh, In upcoming episodes, we're going to unpack those three common root causes of increasing your level of personal clarity, engaging yourself in more you-related activities, and uh, last but certainly not least, really uh, taking an ownership role in the relationship with your boss. So good luck with those steps. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Leading on Purpose podcast. Take care.